listening to the smooth sound of RPGMP3.com. Dungeon One. camera okay. is what uh, belly crotch level i can't quite work it out uh it's, it is actually <laughs> belly. from a lampshade <laughs> uh no no, no the, cam- the, the camera is just gently uh, rescuing uh, rescuing resting on my uh, groin and uh, and stomach so it may roll off at some point and fall on the floor <laughs> it may fall gently off and fall on the floor uh, or i might fall indeed if, fall on if the floor. you start but... to snore we'll nudge you don't worry yeah <laughs> But I have uh, reprinted off um, character sheets and. Lovely. Um, did every have... did everybody yeah, also I... get the handouts that I sent that said please don't that read said, this? Please don't open. We had some the yes a while back and I didn't open it up. Now yes. I don't know where I put it. Okay. Probably um, still in my email box. <laughs> so do I need to find those again and send them out? Again? No, 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 I no, 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 um, the things they relate to in the game. Well, I'm desperately hoping the zombies died while we've been away for two weeks, you know. Um, <laughs> Otherwise, we're never going to get anywhere. So. <laughs> considering how easy it is to finish off a zombie that's under a table, I'm astonished at what a poor job you've made. He's been dead at least five times. And he still he's been dead at least up. 90 years, but that hasn't made any difference. <laughs> right, where are we? Oh, oh Stop surveying me, you annoying things. <coughs> Those bloody surveyors coming round with the theodolites. Why is it every time you buy anything or interact with any company nowadays, they instantly send you a survey? It's like, because I, bought news- I bought a newspaper or something off you, you know, why are you surveying me? Yes, yeah. idiots reply back to them. I get these things from Amazon, you know, you'll buy, um, let's say you buy a book, and... Two or three days later, it wants you to review the book. I'm thinking, well, you know, it's only arrived yesterday. Um, I haven't read it, so I'll just ignore that. And then yeah. I get a couple of days after that, I get a thing saying, you can trade your copy of the book in for fourpence. <laughs> uh, no, what? <laughs> is, is this what people do? <laughs> it's arrived, I read it, and I instantly get rid of it again for a fraction of its previous price. Saying that, um, friend of mine um, bought his wife a Kindle and then re- regretted it because what he used to do was she used to read all this chiclet yeah. and then he so they used to buy the book and then she used to basically read it maybe pass it around to, the, to a couple of friends mm-hmm. and then basically um, just sent um, they used to then sell it on eBay and especially if it was something that was reasonably fresh out they could sell it for about Half three quarters of the price. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So you read the book and get half the money back. Of yeah, course, you can't, that, on Kindle. <laughs> you can't really do on Kindle. So he said he, he kind of regretted that. This is fascinating. Mm. It's like you're, you're doing one of those uh, Tony Hart things where he folds <laughs> up a bit of paper and then he opens it and it's become something amazing. <laughs> Uh, Something of beauty and love, yeah. as opposed to uh, just as opposed uh, to a, a pre-gen character. As opposed to a pre-gen character, which for some reason, it, it, it bold when I printed because I printed it just I just quickly printed it off, mm-hmm. and in no way, shape, or form 
can I fold it in any way to actually put it so that my character's on the front? No. The actual the thing is on the back. No, the two parts of the character are just completely in the wrong place. Yes, so never mind. Uh, yeah, I can't remember where I got the the um, the character list from because it's, I think it was an unofficial PDF because there isn't an official PDF of this. Um, I've got the box set, but I no longer have a scanner. So, but I found that somebody had posted the pregens, um, so I used what they'd done, and I think what they'd done is put them in the wrong order when they've photocopied yeah. the back. <laughs> they pr probably cut them out on theirs. Oh, John, you'll be pleased to know Will that I? Riddles wears his Hawaiian shirt with Woggle when scouting. Yes. He doesn't, he doesn't well. wear a scouting outfit. He wears the Hawaiian shirt with the horribly clashing scouting with her. <laughs> I love how you say horribly clashing as if there's something that doesn't horribly clash with a Hawaiian shirt. It's like, only, <laughs> only that would clash with a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> This is the tidal wave starts. Right, <laughs> yeah, actually, I've got to say, this this new shaky cam you is a little hard to get used to. <laughs> it's, like, it's like being in the Bourne Ultimatum. Oh, Only a lot less oh, action-packed, obviously. Robbing about eight scouts together does not light a fire. No. In fact, they're bloody useless. After. No, it could, it could get you a criminal record, though. It was, it was quite funny, actually. Um, just, just the shock and awe of how bad the actual explorers actually were. They were atrocious. It was a bloody bonfire. It was a pyramid-shaped bonfire. You should be able to light it by staring at it. And it took them about 15 minutes before you wandered over and gave them a fire lighter. <laughs> well, it should you know, be ashamed. You know, some seriously sarcastic comments at the back there about how you should all come to reenactment and, you know, practice making proper fires. Well, they, they normally do. They're normally really oh, cool, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, yeah, of course To they be are. fair, it... To be fair, it was very wet. I'll, that's, that's their only oh, excuse. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> it, 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 everything was absolutely saturated. Yes, like, I was a bit soggy by the time I got home. <laughs> so, uh, so did you enjoy your first campfire? Did you enjoy Rick being um, dragged up <laughs> at his first campfire? It was a little bizarre, yes. <laughs> I like the way you, you attempt to set them all on fire while singing at them. <laughs> oh, that yes, yes, that because well, some some loving little explorer had decided that leaves on a campfire is a really good thing. Yeah, yeah, entire amphitheater of children showered sparks. Because <laughs> of course leaves go up, burning, and then gently yeah. float down again, still burning. There are children around me going, "Ow, my hair!" Ow. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so. That was we, that I wasn't desperately impressed with. But, uh, John, they do still sing Ginganguli. We started off with Ginganguli. Listen, I, I've never I actually been a scout, so everything I know essentially comes from <laughs> comedy sketches and Benny Hill and that kind of stuff. It's all true. It's all exactly true. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, actually, yeah. Especially when I read things. So, uh, no, thank you very much again, Amelia. It was a brilliant day. So. No, it was very fun. If even a little long. It was, it yes. was midnight, midnight by the time we go home. Well, so. I can imagine, bless you. So, <laughs> uh, and you will be pleased to know that Russ, um, um, who, he who slipped gently down on the uh, on the steps on the other side, I don't know whether many other people saw that, but he actually... I saw it. It went swallowed quite horribly. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he he bruised his ego, and that was it, really. Oh, right. <laughs> well, if, if, if by backside you call it, if you call a backside an ego. So uh, he, was, he was quite lucky, so... I don't think it's yes. traditionally called an ego. 
<laughs> I think he was very good not to swear and you know limp off. <laughs> oh dear. No, he's well. He's he's used to. You know, he's been he's been our campfire leader for many a year. So uh, right. Okay. So, but yeah, it was great fun. Yeah, it was good fun. <clears throat> Rick, Rick was a little hurt. You you said that he was loud. <laughs> I did point out it was his job to be loud man that day. So. Yes, he was basically he was, <laughs> he was what he was doing was projecting. Yes, well that's how he talks because he doesn't use a mic when he's doing talks at shows. But so. he doesn't need one because he can project oh. properly, which is great. Right. Except when you're stuffed under an awning with someone else. Yeah. Yeah, because who was the um, who was the nice lady who was doing the thing on the cooking? Uh, Maxine. Maxine. Maxine Lover is a lovely, lovely, lovely lady. She's a little quiet, though. But, she, but in comparison, to to be fair, I... She's the teacher. <laughs> yes. Yes. But she she was basically just gently getting drowned out, I think, so... Yes. Uh, well, we weren't planning to both be under an awning, unfortunately. It was the weather, so... Well, yeah. Um, I mean, that's, you know, but... I mean, that was... I mean, because it was quite funny, because we, we had our... Um, um, Tuesday, um, no, Monday night, we had our debrief for the 7th, you know, the the group I was with um, yeah. most of the time. And um, basically sort of what worked and didn't and the fact that yeah. basically they had a third again more cubs than they were used to. Oh, right, and, there were more, right. Okay. Oh, yeah, I mean, they had, 40, they had 49 cubs and they normally have about 30, 35. Okay. Um, which is quite a lot. Um, so we thought you were a bit short on the numbers you told us, so. No, there was 150 kids there. Okay. That was 150. That, that's what 150 cubs looks like. Right. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, you didn't build your trebuchet either, which was a bit disappointing. No, no. What are you going to do? Fling them into the neighbouring counties yes, to get on room. And who's going to be first under the little cradle? <laughs> Partly part because you guys were. Okay, I will. I will admit it now. You guys were a lot better than I was expecting. We were a lot better than we were uh, expecting. So the voter confidence. <laughs> well, no, it just. I, so I that wasn't a voter confidence. A couple, I'd got a couple of gentle little backup plans. Yeah. Um, and basically, what we were going to do was build trebuchets and catapults. Right. Um, and if it kind of wasn't, if you guys were a bit, the kids were a bit meh, um, we could have gently turned around and said, okay, well, we'll, we'll drop drop a, a you know can, can you combine these two into yeah, one yeah. or something like that and you know i'll take them away for for an hour well, for half half an hour an hour or so and they'll do that as yeah groups but we didn't need to so um i have to say whoever's using your stopwatch must have been so engrossed he was failing to take any notice of the time um <laughs> yeah kept turning into an hour and yeah well that was that was, that was andy because he kept getting sidetracked by actually watching what yeah. you guys were up to. No, okay. <laughs> oh, Nick. Oh, hello. You, Nick, Nick is once again, he is silent. silent Nick is glowing weirdly. Hello, sexy ladies. Hello. Um. <laughs> oh, I'm totally sorry. It's a different, different talk. Why is the top of your head exploding to a strange glow, Nick? Um, <laughs> because I have a shiny head, and it's uh, never looked more light. shiny. <laughs> um, why have I got pirate stuff on? Because you added Google effects. Uh, I'm rather fetching myself. Can you hear me? 
Yes. No, no, no. No, not Do at I all. Sound... You sound muffled by that moustache. <laughs> That's the trouble. I love how you've got the eye patch over your glasses, so you look like one of those kids <laughs> with the NHS eye correction thing when you're at school. I was thinking you look like a slightly dodgy guy in an RAF movie or something, you know? Now listen here, chaps. <laughs> Isn't it, though? I may only have one of mine on a wooden screen. <laughs> uh, it's, it's gone, it's gone. Yes. Apparently he's going to be the voice of Danger Mouse, isn't he? What, Nick? Um, yes, Alexander Armstrong. Yes, and uh, yes, oh, yes. he's going to be Penfold. I thought that was a good one. I, I yeah. haven't um, heard. Some bloke I'd not heard of. I, it's uh, the, Kevin Eldon. It's Kevin the first Eldon, he's, really? Kevin yeah, Eldon no is going to be... Have you, you would recognise it. He's in loads of comedy shows. Essentially... Probably not one of now I can tell you now, this is, this, is, yeah. this is true from, for me as well. Really... Kevin Eldon was the guy who I never knew who he was. Um, um, but whenever you, you, somebody said, no, no, that's him, that's Kevin Eldon, you go, oh, it's that guy. And he's actually yeah. been in everything. It, yeah. it okay, would okay. Be, he's been in I'm Alan Partridge. He, 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 he got his own series. He did, it wasn't funny, was it? Kevin. Uh, well, I quite liked it, but I watched well, two episodes. probably your sense of humour, really... though. Yeah, funny. <laughs> uh, I thought it was funny. I, 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 I like him. Fun. I think he's yes. ideal for Penfold, anyway. Yes. Right, dear. Right. So, hello. Right, um, sorry. Don't let me interrupt. What do you mean interrupt? I thought you were That's here for right. the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm here for the game. Right. Has everybody got Will the characters and things? Fun? I should probably get some dice. I'm, I'm not very organised. Yes, I have um, Paul Weissaki. I have Tina Tommy. What's it? I need a dice. Not a gun. I have Professor Ellsworth The bloke with the gun and no ability to use it. <laughs> well, I was, I've got. That's uh, my favourite combination, though. You see. Revolver at sixty-seven. I'll have you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Where the hell have I put? I've got hundreds of dice. I can't find any D10s. Oh, there we go. Where did I put my wounds now? I'm assuming I hadn't taken any wounds. Uh, you almost certainly have in that fight. That's it, I'm down to 10 stamina. And you still haven't killed the zombie. No, but we have flattened him under a table, as I recall. Well, you've, and you've just... placed a table on him and are trying to leave now, which I don't think is going to no, solve the problem. No, we placed a table on him, we jumped up and down until basically mm. he turned to dust. Then we went, great, let's go on and then the table. not quite what happened, but I, I'm prepared to, to say that you managed to kick his head off or something. But uh, he was. We jumped up and down on him until he'd had enough, and then we <laughs> did it a bit more, and then sprinkled his ashes on the geranium. We were going to set him alight, but we had nothing to set him alight with. No. Yeah, and it always does well in an old abandoned house, <laughs> randomly setting light to things under tables, isn't it? <laughs> so, you were in, what was that, room three, I think, because we were doing one of these... The kitchen. The kitchen, We yes. were in the kitchen. We'd done the hallway, we'd done the lounge, then we were... It's the interesting kitchen. that... We'd seen a spooky painting about in the... four pages oh, in yeah, the, the kitchen, and it's all about the zombie. The painting that was laughing at us. Oh, it's all about the zombie, isn't it? Uh, the painting was laughing. I like. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, uh, just me then, eh? <laughs> I should uh, right. I should do a Max Jollity haunted house. That'd be a good one. Yeah, I, I think people maybe missed my feet earlier about rolling down a hill. No, I, <sighs> I didn't I'm miss it. Anyway. I, I, I regretted I not tweet. missing it. <laughs> did, did you see it? Say uh, say uh, yes. Would you like? Or to, would, oh, you like bastard. would you like to tell me your joke? Come on. So I I am. <laughs> I am waiting. I'm, my breath I was is on a hill on my side um, until gravity overtook me and, and sort of rolled me down. Oh, I've done it wrong. <laughs> I'll come in again. Oh, dear. Would I'll you do like it again later. Start, when start you're not expecting it. No, 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 no. Do it now. I'm, I'm trying. Do it now. I will fix it in come post. Come <laughs> I, was, uh, I was lying on my side on a hill until gravity overtook me and, and pulled me down to the bottom of the hill so I'm turning over and over. Because that's how I roll. I'll say this for the Twitter version, it was shorter. <laughs> <laughs> it worked on Twitter. It might right. work better on paper, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Or in print. Yes, the sort of paper Sorry, that's yeah. perforated Stop. every sheet and um, <laughs> comes on a roll, I think. That would be a triple joke, because then it would be on a roll. You're on a roll, Nick. <sighs> so anyway, um, to, now that you've wiped the smile off our faces... Uh, yes, um, <laughs> I've just looked up to uh, see, do you want to go in the back pantry? But, uh, anyway, um, so where do you want we to go? Look in the pantry, you did I look believe. at, you've already looked in the pantry, and that's absolutely true. Did we have a look in the pantry? It was just an was there anything in the pantry? And there was no door to the cellar, there was nothing. That's right. Now, all you can say about it is the angle of the ceiling suggests there's a stairway on the other side of the south wall. That's the only unusual yeah. thing about the room. Um, where are my notes for this adventure? Because it's been it's been years since we played. I we haven't notes. been able to get a, get a game together. I, ha I had notes. They're with the characters. So you lost those as well. Lovely. Yeah. All of my what what my actual current stats were and everything. So. Uh... So it's all ad lib from here on in. I'm afraid. Yes. Right then. Was anyone making a map? I can't remember. Should we head upstairs? Um, was it upstairs we... or was there was another room before? Me? Where else were there footprints, John? Well, there were none in the back pantry. Oh, there was a boarded up room as well, wasn't there, in the kitchen? Uh, that's Yeah, that's kind of the uh, the back pantry wasn't area. Wasn't the boarded door to get, get back to the outside? Outside, yes. No, the back pantry was wrongly labelled as being boarded up and then on the map it was open or something. Well you've got sort of boarded up windows and things in that area. Okay. According to this map that I'm looking at here. Which So there's uh, nothing through the kitchen? Um no from the kitchen, let me see. Blah blah blah. You you're Gina, aren't you, Amelia? Is that right? I am Gina Diamond. Gina. Yeah, it says you can go through the door in the east wall, but um, the map doesn't actually show one. It shows a door in the south wall. Uh, however, we came in through that door, didn't we? You came in through the south. No. Oh. 
So are there, there is, is there another door leading into another room on the ground floor? At the moment, you are effectively going clockwise. You've come in through the front, sort of at six o'clock, and you've gone yeah. round and up, and the kitchen is effectively at 12 o'clock. Ah, okay, so it carries around the circle around the rest of the house. Yeah, and then, um, let's say, despite the contradictory evidence of the text and the map, let's say that there is indeed a door through to the library. Oh, got to go to the library. Before he climbs the stairs. Obviously, Professor Ellsworth um, is is very keen on um, seeing what books there are in the the library. You never know, there might be something... Well, there are crumbling wooden shelves um, all over the walls. It's dusty and cobwebbed in here. The shelves are sagging. There are old, decayed books. Uh, Many of them don't look as if they bear being read, actually. Um, There's an old table and a couple of chairs in the middle of the room. And there is a single volume and a few other documents uh, just sitting on that table. And there are actually two doors in the south wall. Uh, Professor Smy, do you have any thoughts on that uh, creature that attacked us? Oh, I'm not really sure. I, I, I must admit it was, uh, it's, it's, it's quite unnerved me. Um, my, um... Yes, you big cowardly custard. <laughs> yes, I might. I might have run away and had to be dragged back in by Gina, but that's another story. Um, but, yes, actually, yes. I mean, I'm basically, yes. You, as you're talking to me, you suddenly realise that yes, I am actually hiding behind a girl that's probably half my size. So, yes. uh, <laughs> a khaki safari <laughs> suit does hide a multitude of stains, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Have you still got the picture that was laughing at us, or did we put that back in the chest? Well, I think we put it back in the chest, did we not? I don't recall you carrying it. I mean, you are, you are yeah, welcome we to chest. carry the creepy... Did we carry the, chap, the dead chap's wallet? The one that said he was a student from the 20s? It didn't have anything in it, though, did it? It just had the wallet. No. Well, it had his ID, I believe. No, he didn't even have an ID, did he? Well, we knew he was... We knew he was a student. He appeared to be dressed in the manner of the student from the 20s, certainly. But there was no idea on him. Yeah, we didn't know who he was. That's right. That's but, right. but we did know that there were various people who have gone missing from this place. Mm, yeah. Possibly including so. you three. We shall see. We're, well, obviously. That was something, a man that was something of a threat, you see. Who has found himself. Shall we have a look at this book on the table, which is just begging, please read me? <laughs> Basically, I just spell fortune cookie aphorisms for the whole of the adventure. So, you're interested in the casually mentioned book, are you? Whatever's on yeah. the table, yeah, the documents and yes. the book. And... We'll casually did you, look did at you it. Say that, did you say there were candles, candles around it or something? Like uh, no, no. Uh, now, the book on the table so book on the table could be quite interesting. It's identified on the cover as the Diary of Sarah Warwick for the year 1638. Ooh. Uh, the other document that, on the table. 1638. That's nearly 20 to 5. Mm. Um, the other document appears to be some kind of letter. Both items are very old, it says unnecessarily. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I'll, pick the letter. I'll pick the letter off and read it. It's not the, the Diary of 1638 right reprint thinking. edition. So. Sorry, Nick. Yeah, it's a Warwick, the Warwick House. Warwick House. Warwick the name of the, of the people. The wife of the pleasant bloke. But weren't they 
Wasn't it during the revolution that it, that shit got real, as they say? <laughs> yeah, can I say what? that was eighteen something, wasn't it? Mm. Well, both both items uh, do look something old, but when, the pages when the are in good condition. The Salem witch trials were a sixteen something. Around yeah. about that time. Yeah. Are we in New England? Yeah, Boston area. Mm. So. This is the exciting part where you may be allowed to look at the handouts, which, uh, thanks to the wonders of technology, I've emailed to you. And so you'll need you'll need to chill handouts. You'll need to follow these instructions. You need to take a pair of scissors. Uh, no, we can probably skip that bit. Um, right. Would you like to tell us which which handout we need to look at? I'm just trying to find yeah, out because it's not the most obvious. One sheet says player A two across the top. Set this sheet aside, out of sight for the players. The other reads player A1. So, if you'd like to read... We've got player A1, yep. 1B, 2A and 2B. I think it's 1 and 1B. And if somebody would like to read that out in your melodic or stentorian tones... Is that player A1, 1A, 1A or 1B? I've got player aid one, my dear brother Thomas. Is that the one? Yes. Oh, you read that one, Amelia, if you have it. When it's opened and it seems to be big enough for me yes. to read it. Yes. Okay, my dear brother Thomas, it is the foulest of things I have seen today, and from the quiet of my chambers I write to tell you of them. In my service to his majesty as a judge, I have seen and heard the cases of worthless men, of madmen and those driven by poverty and ignorance and great misdeed. I have remained a stern judge, faithful to his majesty's law. <clears throat> Majesty of oh, Charles, I think, this one, wasn't it? Uh, um, never sure. until now, however, have I encountered a man so thoroughly evil that I could say beyond any doubt that he did not deserve to live. The story became clear in sessions this morning. John Warwick and his wife Sarah, ill favoured throughout the city of London, had booked passage on the Mercy, bound for Massachusetts in July. The government of that colony, good John Winthrop, took it on advice that the Warwicks were troublesome and savage informed the proper sources in London that the Warwicks were unwelcome in the Bay Colony. Oh, really wanted. Um, Mr. Edward Rowley, captain of the Mercy, filled his pocket with the Warwicks' fee of passage, then denied them space on board the Mercy. The bastard. A dispute followed, the outcome of which was that Warwick killed Rowley and disposed of his body in the river. Reed, if you have the stomach for this, the record of a exchange between Master Richard Quant, the King's prosecutor, and one John Warwick, murderer. Quant, then you openly admit, Master Warwick, that you murdered Captain Thomas Rowley with both malice and forethought. Warwick, not that I would call it murder. Quant, indeed, and what, Master Warwick, might be your name for being a man, beating a man senseless, casting him into a barrel and tossing him into the Thames River at midnight. A mere jade, spirits. Warwick, you describe things rather harshly, Your Lordship. Quant, and were you alone in this misdeed? Warwick. Nay, my wife was at my side, as is her devotion to her husband. Oh my gosh. Quant, and did she aid in the murder? Warwick, she stood at my side and encouraged the punishment, then helped me dispose of the rest. Have came, Have you, dear Thomas, ever read such outrage? I plan to take holiday with your family within the fortnight. I need a rest from such wickedness. Your loving brother. No, he's inviting himself round. Yeah, you're just like, I've had a terrible week. I do just wish it had finished it. with love to all, kiss, kiss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, of course, yes, the there's the, the other side of player eight. One. Okay. Do you want me to read the other side? Whoever would like to. Yes. 
Okay. The barrel, uh, June the 9th, 1638. The barrel floated up to the docks in the harbour yesterday. So we had weighed it, weighted it and moored it right heartily. Yes, and the King's Guard has revealed its sorry cargo. John is uh, fitful and fallen in great fear, into great fear, for he uh, does not believe that the law will look kindly upon our services. Indeed, he has begged me to seek shelter in Cornwall. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh God! S securing a later passage to the Bay Colony. How could I take leave of my own dear husband now? I, who helped him wrap the swindler's body in the canvas, who wrapped the chains around that very barrel and car carried Captain Rowley into the Thames. The miserable captain was to sleep there below the waters in the company of the cold-blooded fish who surely are more brothers to, the, to a swindler than the men among whom, that he, among whom he once walked and talked, cheating good folk of their money. But he has returned, and many were the folk who heard the harsh words my John spoke to him that April night. I had often feared that our punishment for Rowley might come to light. Two ravens circled our house not a week ago, and well, I know that their talk often betrays a punishment. And friends have yes. been pushing through leaflets about Cornish holidays for the last few <laughs> <laughs> and, and still the spring is cold. Yet until now, John has told me to be light of heart, that naught would uncover Captain Rowley's final vessel, that he would go and punish no more, save for the rats in the streets of a midnight, who, des who deserve his justice for our food they, they have stolen. Well, so he goes out and beats up rats in the middle of the night. Uh, I think I think basically the idea is that they're having to steal stuff off rats now. Um, now oh, my just, concern... is rats a metaphor rather than actually literally rats? Yeah, I think so. Now my concern is for my husband that none will uh, understand the justice justice he was brought on Rowley, who kept us from the new world of Massachusetts. Truly, I shall stand beside my husband, and if we fare well in the months that follow, we shall venture again to seek passage to the Bay Colony. If our fortune is ill, however, we shall seek another new world together. And then June, June the 10th, 1638. That's my birthday. Bloody hell, you've aged well. 1638? Good God, <laughs> The King's Guard has come today and seized John for the high crime of murder. I believe that when more is disclosed, they will return for me. Murder, they call it. Will they outlaw the... Will they next outlaw the snare, the rat trap? Again, there is a knocking at the front door. I answer the summons without fear. You'll notice well, the, the, the fine sort of the fine sort of Lovecraftian device at the end. Somebody's knocking, and she's writing about it. <laughs> yes. Ah, it is at the window. Her diary, Mr. Benevolent. Her diary, sixteen thirty-eight, yep. and yet, yes. what they're saying they were over here during the revolution because of the. That's well, the, they, presumably the Warwicks made it across to the New World. Yeah, but the revolution out in 18 or 1780, whatever. The war well, that may have been descendants of these Warwicks, presumably. Obviously, yeah. they're not going to have lived for 200 years. <laughs> no, no, not at no, all. No, no. But how did they make it to the New World at all? Well, it could take a couple of centuries to swim, couldn't it? Um... <laughs> Perhaps, along the who knows, perhaps further player handouts will come to light. I do not know. Is there anything else on this desk? 
Uh, no, I think you found the document and the, <coughs> the, the diary. There's obviously nothing else in the diary, so don't ask to find it. Um, the, the rest of it's strangely blank. She was obviously interrupted before and after writing that one piece. <laughs> bloody A, bloody A. <laughs> Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Back, it was only Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> Incidentally, the um, one thing you do notice, the footprints that you'd spotted before lead up to the table and stop there. There just seems to be up. some signs so of a someone scuffle. Someone then backed back out, putting their foot in the exact right foot. Could have been, yeah, could have been the zombie. Well, there are, are there any more documents? So, apart from the crumbly books, is there anything else around the room that looks like... Well, the only other reading. things may be on the bookshelves. I mean, you could take some time and... And have yeah, a, yeah, sign. Have a, have a search if you want to. I know what I'm talking about and sort of scratch my chin thoughtfully. I'm going to actually search the bookshelves. Right. With my antiques, with my antiques sort of eye on, can I just have a quid of, bit of a little appraise? <laughs> yeah, they're worthless. I we um, were grey hawking the whole place. Every, everything here <laughs> that <laughs> everything here that could actually be worth something is in a terrible state of repair. That as soon as you sort of think, "Oh, that that looks quite rare," you know, you sort of pull at it, and a section of the cover comes away, and then the pages are just mouldering. <laughs> the um, the items on the table were in remarkably good nick for their age, but everything else, uh, funnily enough, looks like it's been left in a disused house for decades. So it was a was it a handwritten diary of the ink? Yep. Not faded or anything. Uh, no, but then why would it if it hadn't been left open? Oh, I don't know. I don't know a lot about. So. Why am I talking to you anyway? Who are you? <laughs> um. Do I find anything else? Gonna sound daft. S smell the book and the, no, the letter. In, in sorry, you, you, <laughs> did you say you were book sniffing? <laughs> book sniffing. I am indeed. Right. Um, do it's they smell? Do they smell your sniffing? So, um, Gina and Paul are sort of checking around the place generally and looking at the footprints and so on. When the professor looks the up professor from the <laughs> the devastation he's causing to these potentially priceless books uh, as they crumble into pieces around his feet, stalks over to the table, picks up the documents, and goes. <sighs> <laughs> they smell. Yes. Um, they smell like old books. But they don't. Uh, they've got that kind of old bookshop smell. smell. But they don't spell mildewy. No, the room like the a... room does. But the yes, if you actually get up close, no, these these are just like old paper. I think that these have not been here for very long. Right. You mean uh, somebody's been somebody has pl somebody has placed them here? I believe. I would suggest the old that? man behind the carnival. Do you think it's a? <sighs> Do you, think, do you think it's a forgery, Professor Smythe? Uh, it, they don't. Could they not be as old as they purport to be? Good word. Do you they have it? dust on them? No, not really. Oh, well, it's clearly a forgery. Some, some no dust, prank. so... Yeah. But then well, again, okay. the um, you've seen that the the footsteps come all the way across to... Uh, the footprints, rather, come all the way up to the, the desk. Somebody could potentially have dusted the cover off. Or the footprints just, just where somebody's brought them in. Or, or that, in. yeah, exactly. Lots of options. Yeah. We found no, anything on the shelves. There isn't any, 
there isn't anybody dangling down from the ceiling at this point. <laughs> <laughs> on a rope. Uh, while you're just talking, sort of moving him out of the way, go, oh, I haven't read that one. Um, no. <laughs> right. Right. No, strangely enough, there's, there's nothing else in here, uh, except now for rather a lot of loose leaves of books lying around on the floor. Um, the occasional now broken shelf that the professor has had to sort of prop back up. The, you know, the place is just... Is there like a writing desk or anything? Nope, just this little table. with. It's more of a sort of a reading area. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a writing desk. So I'm going to step kind of tensely around <laughs> the coiled spring towards the southern door. There's two which, doors. Which there, one? Yeah. Uh, left or right? Closest one to me. Okay, where are you? Are you by the left or the right one? Uh, I'm by the left door. <laughs> In that case, the door to the left is your closest. Okay, I'll step towards that and say in a, in a kind of wise whisper, the, the wise sensei knows all of his exits. And then I'll swing the door open. Huh? Jesus. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> well, you wouldn't understand it's, it's confusing. You're looking into a room that, like most of the others, is old and covered in dust. Uh, there's a sort of colonial sofa across on the east wall and a few small tables around the room. Uh, see, you've got a round wooden table and two chairs on the southern wall. There's a small antique wooden chest resting on that table. Uh, there's a brick fireplace in the west wall, if anybody's making note of this. And aside from the way you've come in and the uh, doorway next to you, because for some reason it has two doors coming in, uh, there's only one other exit from this, and that is a boarded-up doorway in the west wall. Uh, it doesn't. Well, that must go through some walls. It doesn't take much of a of a genius. Uh, no offence, to realise that that must go through to the hall. So there's two doors from this room to the other room. Yes. Who knows? If you go through the other one, maybe you'll come out into an alternate dimension version of this room. <laughs> just, just, just randomly, I just open the other door, just peek my head through, and go. Huh? Hello, hello, Gina. Hi. Yep, that's, exa <laughs> that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I will uh, march purposefully uh, with efficiency of motion towards the chest on the table. I will stay right at the front by the doorway. Yeah, I'm staying at the doorway. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> just remember the last chest. While you're in the kitchen, see if there's any eggs. If not, you can lay them, you chicken. <laughs> would you like to make a jet? Well, I'll tell you what. Make a, make a roll on your perception, would you please, uh, Nick? Actually, I haven't had any first aid or anything. No, none of us have got first aid. Oh, yeah. I forgot to bring the doctor. Okay. Uh, blue first. No, I just yeah. had this. I just had this worry about. I made it by. Uh, just tell no. me whether you've actually. This is just a general check. So just how um, uh, what you've actually. Could I ask what would count as a critical failure in this system? What, what is your actual skill? About seventy six, something like that. Seventy six, yeah. And what? I've rolled ninety four. Ninety four. Uh, okay, that's not a critical failure. No, no. Um, Do we all need to make this roll, or is no? It you're just, in you're uh... in the other room, as far as I know. You haven't you haven't followed. Oh, we're, 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 we're kind of looking through the doorways. Okay, the rest of you can, if you like, if you're looking in at Paul in this room, uh, make uh, a perception roll at a plus five on your on your perception. 
What were we rolling again? 2d10? Yeah, it's just a percentage against your perception plus 5. Okay. Equal to uh, or less than. That was a good point about the double zero dice, John, mm. you made. Why not just have two D10? Like we have like managed for 40 years, you know. Yes. So 14. Just a nice No, no, nearly 40. Uh, 14, yes, yeah, so that, that's a success. 33 versus... That's all, one four. No, that's also a success then. So... One four against 50. Yep, that's cool. You've both uh, succeeded. So you, you hear a faint dripping sound... Uh, catches your attention as Paul is sort of looking around, not really noticing anything. And as he turns to sort of look over at the south wall, you notice um, there's a sort of a a dot starting to spread on his back, rather a red splotch. Does it look like it's dripped down from something? Uh, if you look up, yes, indeed. In fact, he sort of steps to one side a bit and it hits the floor. Um, there is actually some sort of red liquid uh, dripping from the centre of the ceiling. Cool, I think you're under a, a leak pipe or something. There's something... Oh, yeah, some, some sort of form of rust, um, rusty water seems to be coming down. Yes, it's... Uh, I'll spin hard as steel. What, what, just like a sort of pirouette? <laughs> yes. Right, he's now facing you. You're now standing in front of where this... Thick red liquid is slowly dripping onto the floor, uh, and if you glance up, you can indeed see there's a sort of roughly L-shaped area on the ceiling where it's been dripping through. It only just started dripping. Uh, yes, it looked yeah. like. Is it a big pool on the floor? Is Starting it? Does it to get like bigger. Something... I'm going to put my little finger in into the red liquid and hold it up to my perceptive gaze. Yeah. You want to tell me what it is? Oh, is that what you were doing it for? Okay. Um, it's kind of um, it's, it's thicker than water. It isn't. It isn't an ink. It could be maybe a thin paint. It looks a lot like blood, if if you're honest. Um, it's a bit unpleasant. Hmm. It seems to be spreading a bit on the ceiling. That looks like another letter is starting to form. So there's an L so far. Can I shake it off my finger without betraying my cool exterior? <laughs> Not enough. Well now, but, uh, so you're, you're trying to look cool about this, are you? Yeah. Uh, let's just make a quick roll on your willpower, would you? Twenty-six. Twenty-six. You flick off your finger and surreptitiously wipe it on the back of your trousers. Nobody even notices. You're just standing there, looking cool, completely unaware of the bloody red splotch on the back of your shirt. <laughs> as long as I'm unaware of it. Um, what what's the second letter? E by any chance? <laughs> this is this isn't a game <laughs> show. <laughs> we have bloody fortune. <laughs> uh, it's an E. Let me know where the A comes. A. V. There's a, there's a V. And then there'll be a final E. Have you been in? Leave, leave. It's not a final E though. It's an E followed by an N. There is a final E, but mm. you haven't got to it yet. No, o no, no. Double no. U. Leave no trace. O oh, and now. Leave now or die. And two from the top, or. please, Carol. <laughs> D or I. D. 
E. E. That's very well, confusing. It's gone into dot. <laughs> dot. Dot. Oh my god, it's a face with a sense And of from the original <laughs> L, it <laughs> starts. The original L starts to sort of drip away and it disappears as it sort of drips its way towards the end. And finally How would that goes. happen, Professor? Okay, that was. Is there um, someone upstairs being butchered? Yes, but why would it vanish? I don't like it, Professor. I don't mind admitting. Professor, what's going on? Uh, well, at the moment, the professor is so. It, I don't know why we're both talking so... to the guy right at the back of the bar. It's so tightly in Professor, I said. <laughs> He's the point of knowledge. He's making. No, no, no. The, yeah. the professor at the moment is basically uh, crapping himself. Crapping himself, <laughs> but <laughs> put it this way, uh, Gina, you may actually find that um, uh, you, there is somebody actually inside the back of your clothes because I am basically. <laughs> I'd like to apologise for anybody joining us as the professor tries to get in Gina's pants because I had no idea it was going to be that sort of a game. But not Gina, that I'm going to investigate the chest. Uh, okay. um, I'll turn around and look at the table. Uh, Paul, you've got something else. Never mind. No, he hasn't. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Uh... <laughs> Don't worry, um, don't I worry. Just do, Perhaps... I don't want to spend the adventure trying to turn around. Um, <laughs> Perhaps um, I will open the chest. Yes, yes, Perhaps... we're all so on edge. We're, that it was... we're all quite tense, despite well, my calming meditative techniques. I know that, um, that, that there can be um, some quite nasty things with um, old books, and, and perhaps we just disturbed some, some spores, and, and, and there was something from that. It could be. That's so that um, dead chap in the kitchen gave me the willies. Right. I'm going to yeah. open the chest. Well, you open the chest. You are standing in front of a small, empty wooden empty. chest. <laughs> I'll lift well. the chest up and look underneath it. Yeah, it's it's got a bottom to it. Uh, that's it. Do, any, false, any false bottoms? Uh, <laughs> we're still talking about the chest, yeah. Um, that's a perfectly ordinary question, but in our group. <laughs> I haven't had any work done. <laughs> bottoms. Um, yeah, no, it's it's just a, it's just an ordinary small chest. There's nothing uh, nothing in there. So that's that. In fact, there doesn't seem to be a great deal in the rest of the room. Leave now or die. Well, hmm. that was kind of um. Unsatisfying. He ran, he ran out of blood before he could say Fledermouse will begin in fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed he fit it on the whole ceiling. I mean, <laughs> you can get halfway through, die, and oh crap, run out. He did use to, seem to use someone's spleen as a wonderful <laughs> stuff. Because just think, this is difficult mm. stuff. Somebody is up there writing that backwards so that it will appear the right way around yeah. for you. Particularly <laughs> the R, that would be another leave now roll. Oh. <laughs> Come in again. Um, was, was it joined up handwriting? No, it was it was quite big. Fairly capital, capital letters. Yeah. I just wondered whether, basically, you know, that they, they did it in nice script. Copper plate. Not copper plate. Is there any, any residue <laughs> left on my finger? There was an element of copper, I suppose. Um, no, no, there isn't. No, or indeed on your trousers. I'm going to cautiously, coolly suck my finger. <laughs> I'm so, 
so disappointed you didn't hold out your thumb to get this, and you're going to coolly suck it. Uh, yep, uh, the, there isn't a taste. You can't smell anything unusual. Although you're beginning to wonder Not where your finger's been. Remnants of dead zombie. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I have been. Yeah, actually, that's the thing. It's been inside a dead guy. That's what it tastes of. <laughs> um, I don't think. Did we all saw that, but I yeah, don't think it was yeah. really there. Well, mm. well, I think it might have been, like I say, spores from the books. Okay. Um, I suppose we should go upstairs then. My old sensei used to say if you're going to have a mind full of tricks, first you must beware the tricks of the mind. You've been watching the mystery men again, haven't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't these things a little formulaic? <laughs> I think I went to a different kung fu teacher than you did, Paul. <laughs> oh, you also actually taught me how to fight. I, I was more, you know, just punch the guy. <laughs> just the... Mine was a very holistic approach. Right. Shall we uh, uh, think about... I am calm. I am calm. Professor? Professor, uh, yes, get yes, up yes. behind the, the, the lampshade. Uh, sh should we go upstairs? Uh, it's the best offer you've had yeah. so far, Professor. <laughs> should, should I stay here? <laughs> no, let's all go upstairs. I, I don't think okay. The uh, could anyone take a look at these rather nasty wounds I've sustained? No. <laughs> okay. I, have, I offered you my hanky. I mean, <laughs> to wipe your face or whatever. Um, Professor, you know you know something of medicine, don't you? He said, hopefully. No. I've told you. <laughs> Nobody there, knows first aid. There was a Doctor Robert Samuel's MD was one of the options, but no, nobody wanted to play him. And he knew how no. to use a gun. Yes, <laughs> he, he knew he knew how to use a gun. He was really useful. The only problem is, is that we all have played him like the Doctor from The Simpsons. So. <laughs> 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 Except Nick, who would have played him like Dr. Crowther. <laughs> ah, so once again, lost the patient. <laughs> the operation was a complete success. Right, uh, so what are you doing then? Uh, okay, well let's head upstairs. Paul, We've done Paul, half this place. Okay, you, Paul is heading upstairs. Unless you're planning yeah. to dismantle this boarded up doorway, you need to just walk all the way back around through the kitchen and yeah, someone back. back I think it's probably going to be quicker. Yeah, I didn't we'll, bring we'll that. We'll hurry past the zombie. So that's fine. Jump, what's, jump, what's the... jump on the jump on the table with the zombie underneath. Again. Just, just for again, you know, just for good measure. Okay, um, it's quite a narrow staircase. Um, what what order are you going up in? He asked for no reason. Paul first. Paul first. <laughs> probably. Um, then me. <laughs> yeah, so probably me bringing up the rear, looking behind Shakily me. Shakily holding right, the gun. Right, so <laughs> just I'll be the one just waving the gun gently around. Just to check this out. The guy at the back has got a gun. The guy at the shakily. back who's looking yeah. at Gina's rear has got the gun. <laughs> And possibly the whole. In the eighties, I'm used to guys staring at my rear. <laughs> Annika Rice. Um, so, just just no to check this because this is important. The second person is Gina. Yeah, good. So let's carry on then. Yeah. Um, it's a wooden staircase. It heads up into the dark. I have a torch. Good. So the torch is in the middle. The guns right, at the so... back. <laughs> It's Warton <laughs> Hall's marching again. And the more on the front. 
Well, we did like to say, but... I just picture it sort of, you know, I, I can't see anything, and then Jean going, oh, I've got a torch. Paul turns around and she flashes it in his eyes, so he loses what little <laughs> yeah, night vision yeah. he'd got. <laughs> so, you take a couple of steps up. It's a bit creaky. Um... Would you just make a general perception check for me, please, Nick? That's just a straight percentage. Do my... Focus next. Oh, made it. Hopefully you don't ask me how many I made it by, but I just I made it. Okay. Um, it's, as I say, it's a little bit dark. Uh, you're just about to put your foot on the next step up when you think you see something move. Sort of Stop. hold your leg and what? the... The, the sort of riser and tread of the stairs just warps into the shape of a hand which <laughs> reaches out when just where you would have put your foot. Bad step. What was it? Is it missing? Did anyone else see it or was it just me? It's still there. It's still there, look. Okay, is that more of those... Oh, it's actually just it's probably a hallucination it's now frozen in place it appears to be a hand formed out of the wood of the stair okay got anything you'll prod it with Paul would you could you just feel to see whether it actually feels like a hand as well as oh, you want me to shake hands with the creepy ghost hand in on introduce the yourself <laughs> Yes, I'm going to call them stairs, not stairs. That's how I'm yeah, walking up the stairs. Yes, indeed. Uh, Professor, uh, uh, really? You want me to feel the hand? Yes. Talk to the hand. With, but what, it, it won't harm me then. Um, I, I believe that um, now you've um, spotted it, but maybe not. Maybe. Now I've seen the hand, it can't be any harm whatsoever. That always works with fucking dragons as well, doesn't it? Um, I will. Uh, I will gingerly and ready Paul, to. Paul did some pretty serious uh, drugs before he got into Kung Fu. <laughs> um, I will kind of stroke the hand in a cobra strike. You know, just like leap forward with my hand. And I'm just, I just the back <laughs> <laughs> Now, luckily, the rest of the party only knows kung fu from TV. I know kung fu. Um, I know kung fu. Okay, the prof the professor is quite quite impressed in that case, as he only knows kung fu from TV. Gina, uh, on the other hand, can can see what a Big yeah, it appears to be uh, a, a rather bizarre place to have a sort of carving. It's it's just a hand in the middle of the stairs uh, okay. that's carved out of solid wood by the looks of it. Does it move at all when I uh, stroke it? <laughs> it's kind of quirky. No, it, it's no, just in sort of a grabbing kind of a thing, and, and that's that. Can we put... Um... Something over it so it can't grab it just in case. I'm sure it moved. No, I'm sure it was. Well, Gina's got a handkerchief. I've got a pith helmet. <laughs> um, I, wait, wait, wait. I've got a great opportunity to take off my vest um, and drape <laughs> it. <laughs> uh... over the, um... So let me just, so you take just your vest clarify. Off and put your jacket back on. I think you're just wearing the vest. 
you you want something over this to stop it from attacking yeah. you, and and you <laughs> think that, that your vest like is the ideal candidate, yeah? Well, it won't be able to grab us quite so easily if I tie the vest around it in a kind of, you know, a, a manly way. Or I could just put the piss helmet over. You the could just put it. the helmet over. <laughs> okay. By the t- by, the time you've taken your vest off, the the, uh, the professor's already got his hand on his helmet and popped it in place. So uh, a bit too slow there. I'll uh, I'll, I'll just I might as well now my vest's off. I'll just tuck it in my back pocket. Okay. Mm. Are you going to sur- right, let's keep going sur- the just, uh, okay. check to make sure that there wasn't any blood on the back of it? I'll um, I'll just flex flex some muscles and then head up the stairs. Yep, you just you just trogging up the rest of the stairs then. Yep. Okay. Um, comes up to a landing. Wait, watching every step. I oh, take, I see. As much as every every breath right. you take. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you get to the top. There's a landing and there is uh, a closed door. And opposite, at the other end of the landing, is a boarded-up door. Uh, the closed door looks like it could be opened. The boarded-up one is pretty well boarded up. Whoever's been around this place seems to have just randomly boarded things up. I'm not quite yeah. sure the... And not very effectively, because you can get round them quite easily. Ah, but you can get in in a certain direction. Maybe that's important. It's almost like we're being herded, like... Uh, dogs. Like rats in a... Oh, like, like rats in a kettle. Rats in, rats in a maze. Should we get through the door? Don't be careful remembering the rope and the everything else. I will open the door. In one fluid motion. Well, there's a faint creak. It opens inwards, so uh, ahead of you. And this looks like it was obviously once a bedroom. But before you can even step inside, you notice a white vaguely human-shaped ball of light, obviously it's vaguely ball-shaped as well, move out of the south wall of the room and glide slowly along the west wall, right up to the north wall, where it disappears. <gasps> okay. What was that? Oh, I think a will-o'-the-wisp. I think that obviously there is um, some form of methane gas in the area. It doesn't mean it's explosive. Sorry, I, I thought I took care of that. <laughs> Um, um, do we need a fright check for that, or is that um, whatever they're called? No, that... no, you've seen worse than that, and run the... screaming from it. What's the, direction screaming it went... from... What's the direction it went in towards the boarded up room? Uh, it... Yes. Hang on. Uh, no. no. What would suggest perhaps it no. was? But... When you say vaguely human, were there any features, or was it just like a very blurry oh. shape? Yeah. I mean, really vague. You, you you wouldn't even be able to make out what sex it was. It's it's a vaguely humanoid sort of figure. Someone seems to be going to some great lengths to scare us out of this place. Yeah, they're doing quite a good job. Um, I, I do wonder whether there's, there's nothing we've interesting... encountered that couldn't what? be explained by perfectly natural phenomena. What, like the dead guy downstairs? Oh yeah, there was. That. And the mashed your face into the wall quite well. <laughs> the the bloody writing. <laughs> Oh yeah, and the, the noose. The laughing picture. Everything we've encountered couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a frat? Are there any fraternities in on, on, um, yeah. nearby? Yeah, I'm just wondering whether it's. Yeah. You reckon a it's student pranks? I I 
feel I could explain most of this. The, the, the zombie maybe. The zombie maybe not. Well, I suppose the zombie maybe not, unless Paul is actually in on it. Of course. Well. I mean, so, I suppose special effects and stuff. I've seen some stuff in film, but. Um, the, the, I, the I ancient, don't waste my the, valuable time on the ancient the Egyptians had um, uh, had had some stuff that um, would work in a very similar way to that blood writing. I, I, I guess so. Um, there, 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 there's a scroll of uh, in the tomb of. Uh, yes, Professor. Uh, should we have a look around the room? Yeah. As you're yes, let's have a look. As you're chatting, um, the so light comes back. The light comes back, and it's exactly the same thing played out again. Start. Well, where, where... Is anyone going to mention the word ghost at any point, or shall I do? No, no. It's, it's, Don't mention it's, the G word. It, it could just ridiculous. be, you know. Where does the light originate from? From the north wall. Is there Which anything is on the north? Or is it the south wall? It's the south wall, and it heads to the north. Is there anything like um, like a closet on that side, or anything like that, or um, um, or do we no. think that would be the outside, the outside wall? Or, yeah. Well, if you're going to sort of uh, peek in there, are you actually stepping in, or just peeking through the, the door, yeah, like yeah, one well, head we'll above the other? The right. Um, okay. As soon as Gina you, will walk as soon into as, the room, I will look behind. <laughs> as soon as Gina steps in, behind. the light vanishes. <laughs> um, oh. You can see this was obviously a bedroom at one point. There's a very old wooden bed. It uh, doesn't look like it'll take your weight. No offence. And um, there's a fireplace in the east wall. No ashes I'm in sorry, that. I'm not up for that sort of thing now. The <laughs> windows in the south wall are boarded up. And there's a door in the western end of the north wall. So it came from an outside wall? Uh, it sort of appeared from the south, wandered up the west wall, and disappeared through to the north. Right. Not so quite like a big arrow flashing in that direction, you know. No, is there anything we can see where it came from, like a cupboard, as Mark said? Well, if you wander over there, there is um, no sign of any major furniture. Uh, you know, no wardrobe or anything like that. Um, you can actually see outside through a rather haphazardly boarded up window. So I guess I wonder to where it's gone to. Mm. Uh, there is uh, there is a door there. Uh, well, it, it, it seemed to go through here. What was that? Um, Paul, could you just check out this door in the door ahead of us? Uh, no, no problem, Professor. Yeah, I mean, whatever it was, the, the, the film effect or whatever went that way. Uh, sure. I will... <laughs> Sorry, this is... Uh, I'm not actually deliberately uh, going into... Uh, um, Sniff man, but um, I will. Um, where, where... Are you sniffing the bed? No. You you hope it's the bed. No, no I'm not going to sniff the bed. I'm going to sniff where the ghost went, and can I smell anything like marsh gas on it? So, oh my god, what is the, this is over by the the door that that it appeared to disappear, sort of through a closed door. 
Yeah. Mm. Okay, so the professor yes. wanders over there and um, starts <laughs> sniffing the door. Uh, so far, Jeannie, you've seen um, Paul sucking his fingers and the professor sniffing various sections of the house. Professor, uh, um, are you okay? You can't we... smell anything, um, professor. Generally, um, I was just wondering if I could um, detect um, any any traces of uh, marsh gas, but uh, well, you um, probably smell my perfume, but <laughs> no, no, no. If you dear, like, you can pull you can pull, pull Paul's finger. If you wanted to smell some marsh gas. <laughs> oh, bubbles. Oh, thank you. Um, I, will, I will check the door. Perhaps you should not pull to check. go through the door, Professor. The door? I was just... I will try the door that the Professor is... Uh, do, do you mind, Professor? <laughs> I, I, I shall... I shall stand back, but um, ready my 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 or, or, pistol. Or did you want to um, sniff it a bit bit more? No, no. I shall I shall I, I shall ready my revolver. Um, it's the yes. worst of the worst. Paul opens the, the, the door. Cordite. And as the door opens inward, there is a gust of cold, stale air rushing in. Bit bit, bit of dust. What does it smell like? Uh, it mostly smells <laughs> dusty, um, with a faint hint of perfume. But you realise that's probably Jean. And a sort of a, a sweaty <laughs> musk that you can only describe as a man who does too much kung fu and really should put his vest back on. <laughs> it's very dusty. You can see uh, pretty I'm dark in there, but you can just make out there is a stairway descending off to the right, and judging from where you are, that's going to head down into that boarded off section in the kitchen. All right. Okay. Very thick dust here. Um, it's obviously been shut up for quite a, a long time. Uh, it looks like this Any is the back stairs of the house. There's Any footprints? Um, no, there's an awful lot of dust here, though. There is a door in the west wall of the landing, very near to the north wall of the house. So there's but stairs I, down I, and I there's another know. door. I'll just move on to the next door. Yeah, I so, think Should so. we look at the door before we go downstairs? Yes, we'll look I think we want to stay on this on, on this level and, and, and see what we can find as much as we can. Yeah. Um... So who's going through then? Are you okay. agreed on opening it? Or... Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, we'll open it unless the professor wishes to, if it is yeah. an olfactory... No, no, no. no okay. I'm... Well, be careful of the dust. It's, it's so I've quite... probably sneezed a few times. I might even have to, at this point, light my pipe. You could probably go and grind up some of that zombie and snort some of that if you wanted. <laughs> people, people used to do that with mummies. Used to be an aphrodisiac. Oh, they used to, they used to, um, used yeah, to uh, used to mummy. Up a bit of mummy. Mummy powder. Yeah. Brilliant. Mummy snuff. Absolutely. Yeah. A bit of history. Uh, Why not? I think mummy snuff is a very particular sort of video. Um... <laughs> Well, looking in here, this is this is a long, quite narrow room. Um, it's a large table in the centre of it, one chair at each end, opposite. And there's a sort of a pile of debris on the table. There's rags, there's some old books. You can see, actually, look like some tools over in it's going to be the northwest corner. There's an axe. You can make out a saw, bits and pieces like that. Uh, there's a fireplace again. That's in the south wall. Cold empty just like the others in the in the place and just beyond that there is a closed door in the south wall 
I'm going to quickly cross the room and get the axe. Okay. Because I'm a little worried about wandering around not holding a weapon, and they might come in useful against one of the boarded up doors. Well, now. Um, you head across, you go past the uh, sort of books and rags and things that are on the table, and head towards the uh, next page. Head towards the sort of tools. There are quite a few little um, wooden dowels, and there's a hammer there as well. Are they modern tools or old tools? No, they're pretty old. Um, you, You're right, you can... It's fine. Thanks. Are you sure? What did you just do? I just spiked my knee on the corner. Just carry on. I'll just mute the mic for a second. <laughs> I'm screaming quietly into a corner. <laughs> Your face has gone ever so red. <laughs> Okay, um, yes, so you've, pick, you've picked up a small axe. It's obviously quite old. The um, the haft has dried to the point where it's it's not a perfect fit anymore. The head does wobble a bit, but it still seems reasonably secure. You reckon that it wouldn't uh, come off. It's a little bit blunted. There's quite a bit of rust, but you know it's a serviceable axe. You could probably get it back into shape with a bit of work. Well, you know, just in case we meet any more of those dead guys. Yeah, I mean, it's the, wanna go through it, all these it's the same with the, um, the saw and the hammer. They're all serviceable. I'm going to stride purposefully over to the fireplace. Right, you are now standing in front of a fireplace. I'm going to sort of duck inside it and have a look up the chimney. Right, you can, you uh, can see precisely nothing oh. because chimneys kink so that you could not look straight up them. Um, it's just Being a good, um, I borrow your torch a second. Uh, yeah, sure. Is there anything in the grate or? Yes, there's a there's a, a rather modest kung fu expert. <laughs> <laughs> now, mentions there anything he's standing on ashes wise? No, or... <laughs> no, it hasn't been used for ages. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you can, you can have a torch. I'll I'm gonna... it up the shaft. Damn straight. Uh, all you can see is as far as it goes until the flu kinks around. You can't see daylight. Uh, when you finish hiding up the chimney, can I have it back and I'll look at the stuff on the table? I'm afraid you've not. You've obviously uh, not found the small Dickensian boy you were looking for. <laughs> I'll hand Gina back the torch, and uh, in a way that makes it look like what I saw up there was exactly what I expected to see. <laughs> sort of slowly yeah. nodding to myself. So the nodding dog hands you the torch. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah. Anything up there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, just general chimney shit. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, like a lot of men of action, he's, he's best when he's not <laughs> saying anything. General I haven't had a girlfriend for 15 years. <laughs> Oh dear me. General oh, Chimney. We've told you the way, from his picture and the way he works out all the time, I think he's in denial. <laughs> I think possibly a girlfriend is not what he's been missing. You may yeah, be right. Yeah. He's just stripped off his vest and flexed his muscles at us, so you know. <laughs> he has got a very interesting moustache to love him. I don't yeah. think people are dubious just because they've got a moustache and I don't think there's anything wrong with him being whatever bent he happens to be. 
no, no, no. The village, the village no, people might be giving us calls. Bear the moustache is very Yeah, right, it is a dubious moustache, I'll grant you. Uh, anything else anyone's up to? I was going to put the stuff on the table. Just look at the stuff on the table with, um, with the Jean. stuff on the table. I've got the torch back. Um, Would that be uh, number two? There are two rather old-looking books. Now, according to the title oh, pages, the first is the captain's is log of the ship Mercy, which sailed from London, England, on July the seventh, sixteen thirty-eight, bound for the New World. The second, with a, with a new captain, presumably. The second <laughs> is the diary of Sarah Warwick for the year 1777. The third item is a large aged board onto which has been carved the single word mercy. Now, okay. does it look like that was once part of a ship? Oh, do you know much about ships? No. That sound, but it's not barnacle encrusted, no, but then if it was above the waterline, it shouldn't be. Um, plausibly, that could be part of a ship. Would you like to have a read of Player Handout 2? So she has a diary entry 149 well, years. Perhaps it was a It's a very common name. You know, families, families used to two, name them. 2A or 2B or both? Yeah, both of them. Uh, if you, whoever wants to read which, you know. Uh, well, I'll do I'll do two A because I haven't done one yet. Okay. So two B or not August. two B? <laughs> that is the question. Uh, yeah, you're reading two. Um, August twenty second, sixteen thirty eight. A strong wind out of the east. If all goes well, we should reach the coast of New England by September. Dowell spotted a school of dolphins off starboard this morning. Their sport and merriment amused many of the passengers, and it is good that this was so, for many aboard the Mercy have been ill at ease of late. The passengers, even some of the crew, whisper of strange, unearthly lights hovering above the stern, lights that hovered, <coughs> thickened, then resolved themselves into strangely human forms. It is certain we've been on board too long. The eye plays tricks on the high seas. August 24th. The wind from the east is steady still. I expect we shall keep schedule, and none too soon shall we reach New England. Fear over the strange lights runs through the passengers and crew like a deadly disease. One Scoggins, a cooper late of London, plunged overboard this noon, babbling of murderers and hangings as he sank beneath the dark waters. I have tried to calm those aboard, but to no avail. Would that we had sighted land already. August 29th. A storm is brewing from the west tonight. He was Sorry. deep into the drink at this stage. Things were going badly. <laughs> <laughs> the wind that backed us these three weeks has lulled. Panic is aboard. And we are only days out of Plymouth. Presumably the other Plymouth. Um, the lights oh. appeared for me for the first time last night. I now understand what the passengers and crews have felt this long, disturbing week. I dismiss the sightings of perhaps a corpusant, the mysterious fire that sometimes dances about on the he mass explained. on the high seas. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was St. Elmo's fire. Yeah, um, but I didn't notice that until later. Gonna be the fire, fire. Please move on. Please move on. No, no. Then I believe them the phantoms of imagination. If I'm not mad, they are indeed they indeed are phantoms. If I return to England, it shall not be aboard the mercy. Um, on deck the rain has begun the sails are lowered I fear for this night 
Wait, Ooh. there is someone at the door. <laughs> now, actually, if you were, if you were reading the hand, if I if you were here and I cut these out and handed it to you, what you would be reading that's just underneath that says design galley Sanchez, development Mark Akers, editing Michael Williams, and illustrations by Jim Holloway. <laughs> uh, but I I carefully covered right. that up because I knew you bastards would just read it anyway. Shall I uh, do number two? What, if you feel the need, we can diary, wait. Yes. Diary number. <laughs> Uh, next diary, September the 5th, 1777. Is that all pervasive, pervasive sense Sarah... of horror that I try to keep going? Carry on. Sarah Warwick, diary number two. Um, again, after these years, poor John is misunderstood. It's always his, his mum's fault, is it? And again, my office if it's the actual John from 150 years ago. Well, perhaps they weren't imaginative with names. And again, by officers of the king. This is the last time I should place my faith in the king's justice. It was a great opportunity he granted to Captain Wells, a chance to rid seven of its troublesome vermin, and thereby to serve the crown. He carried the message to Wells that afternoon. Certainly, he not he didn't hold not all the truth, but our cause was just. While the guns blazed about the town hall, we sat in our beloved house, with a capital letter, eager in our hope that once again we might enter England's graces through our part in the punishment of the rebels. So this must refer back to when they made the up some cock and bull story. Yes, about the town hall. Decided to yeah. massacre everyone in the town. Right? And punishment they deserved. Their sneers disguised the smiles of welcome. Their good morrow, master and mistress Warwick, scarce able to master their scorn of us. And what is worse, of our house, again with capital letters, built with our own proper labour from the very decks that hateful ship, the Mercy. Aha. Uh -huh. I should wager that even the food placed at our doorstep on the week we arrived in seven was tainted or poisoned. That paranoia. So it was that we informed Captain Wells, and he set upon the traitors with righteousness and fury. But who could have believed the soldier of the king to be so weak, so soft-hearted? His supposed kindness turned to the greatest cruelty when he handed us over to the angry mob. There before the town hall, the scene of our greatest victory. So it was that we were hanged again. What? No longer will we walk among <laughs> a smiling, sharp-toothed crowd of mortals. The house, capital letter, is all we need. It is our fortress, from whence we shall charge forth time and again to repay and punish all those who walk the earth as men and women. Then we shall return to the house, to the new world John often promised me while we lived in London. The house is all we need. The beam, the keel of the mercy, is part of the house. I, th I think okay, it's, has it shows a lot of dedication to continue the habit of diary writing after you've been hanged twice. Well, you are waiting to be taken. Clearly an insane sibling, but is this place, could, could that be true, this place made of, of shit? Well, if, if this is the bank of It's a bit of a shit house, yes, I'll give you that. <laughs> well, it does explain maybe why, you know, there's such a bad feeling about the place. This mercy, does anyone know anything about ships? Does that look like it was once attached to a, a, a boat? Would you like to sniff it for <laughs> 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 I mean, some people make a rod for their own back. You, I think, have made a, a theme for all your future characters. <laughs> Asps, very dangerous. You sniff them. <laughs> <laughs> We ever play Squadron UK again, you're the sniffer. <laughs> well, I sniff so, well. I sniff well. It seems to me that there was a succession of ladies called Sarah Carver in this, Warwick in this family, who were 
very and paranoid. Married, married a John. Yes, well, John was a very common name. True. It true. really be the same couple. But she was talking as if they had travelled on the on the Mercy. Well, perhaps she just meant we as in our family. I, I, I don't know. Mm. Hmm. Perhaps, perhaps she was um, talking about maybe her, her, her mother who was hanged rather than her. Her mother? It does, it does seem odd that she's writing the diary and saying they were Would hanged. Would everybody just make a general yes. perception check, please? Unfortunately, 14. I suspect I probably oh. won't fail that. Yeah. 30. 99. Oh. So, uh, Gina's <laughs> made it. Sorry, did the professor make it? Made it by 20. Uh, I'm afraid the professor made it by 50, yes. oh, Okay, right. Made it by 50, right. Well, as you're chatting, yeah. the professor's sort of pacing around, sniffing, and... <laughs> Waving his pipe in the air professor, in a you... lecturing sort of way. You pause as you pace back and forth along the uh, wall of this room. Something isn't quite right. Something doesn't add up. In what way? Mm. What am I well, missing? If you pace back to the other end of the room. Is it the sound? You're standing just by the en entrance from the landing, so you know that you're directly above yes. the uh, the staircase downstairs. And if you pace to the other end, you should be standing against the eastern wall of the house. How many is he more? still pacing? Is he further than he should be? Gina, you think... Is it not an outside You think you might be onto is it something, less... Gina. It's, um, now he's, he's drawn your attention to it. it, it seems a bit too short. Professor, which is the outside mm. wall in this room? Surely something isn't matching up with the upstairs. I t shall we tap the wall? Is there a door or a cupboard or a... There's no visible door. Uh, if you tap it, it does sound or... sort of hollow. I think there's another room. Have we gone past another boarded entrance that should match up with this? Paul squares up, realising that there may just be an opportunity for him to punch through a wall. <laughs> oh, well. Do you, you know, going to go for it? I actually was about to ask him. He's going to go for it. Right, so the yeah. Professor and Gina are sort of carefully tapping and moving along the wall when suddenly the Fist of Fury... If you'd... I will channel my key to the point oh, of power on my middle digit. Or we could just use the axe. Paul, I've got an axe. Just the middle digit. No, no, that's fine. Curry. He raises his middle digits. <laughs> when you finish breaking the knuckles on the wall... Would you, would you like to roll uh, your attack in that case against this poor defenceless Feel wall? Free. <laughs> um, I have made it by 53. By 53? I'm assuming that's martial arts I'm using. Rather yeah, than... yeah. Outdoor survival. <laughs> so, <laughs> Professor, you're you're tapping at the wall. Gina is sort of walking along and moving hands across it and just sort of getting an idea of if she can hear the outside through there when suddenly Paul, with a presumably kung fu I... yell, 
punches forward, <laughs> palm first, and his entire hand and forearm go straight through the wall, followed moments later, after a sudden silence, by a section of the wall in front of Gina pivoting slightly as she finds the door. Uh, Paul, Paul, I think there's a door over here. <coughs> I'll, I'll, I'll remove my hand from the hole in the wall. Uh, you never yeah. know, it may come in handy. It may be handy. It may not be the door to where we need. It would have been hilarious if that really was the end wall of the house, though. And somebody's walking outside when suddenly this arm blasts through upstairs. <coughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Can I pivot the door? extracts my hand from yeah, the um, A section of the wall does actually open, and there is a staircase. Just leads up, doesn't go down at all. Uh, I think there's an attic. Quite narrow. Does anyone know? He talked about the cool, the keel being the heart of the house. There was the beam, yeah. Um, oh, that'll be the that'll be the rid the the ridge of the house. The ridge pole of the house. The the what? Sorry. The ridge pole. You know the bit that holds the roof up. Really? The, the, so we need the to apex go... of the house. Oh. Yes. Well, let's go up the attic then. Um, do you want to go well, first? After that. Absolutely superb show of martial arts. You must lead the way. It's it's a little bit dark in there, but there is That's a tiny really faint really shaft of light coming through a hole in the western wall. It's elevation up. Little hand shape. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who was um, the martial art dick who was looking out for all the chicks? <laughs> With a very, very quiet shit, um, as I rub my bruised knuckles, I will uh, step step boldly onto you the... You weren't uh, a bruised... You did it the, brilliantly. It was a perfect thing. You just punched straight through uh, a wooden wall. Uh, there's, you've done nothing wrong from a martial arts point of view, just just a credibility one. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> um, as, as beside me, a door swung yeah. Paul... Um, just, well, just sure keep, double keep, just keep checking to make sure that uh, there's no other statues on the stairs. It's uh, a very narrow, yeah, very again. narrow staircase. Look at the carvings again. You don't mm. want to trip over. Don't worry, I have a very narrow S. Right, so you're walking up. Um, Gina, are you going second again? You're now carrying a torch. Yeah, with a torch, torch and over an axe, his shoulder and an axe. Right. And is that? And yeah. Professor, still got you got your pipe lit and your pistol. Is that right? Uh, and the gun. Yes. <laughs> yes, remember which one to point and which one to put in your mouth. Very important to you keep, <laughs> keep the two separate. Um, actually, one of the worst taste things I've ever seen is a, um, a late 1800s pipe that looks like a revolver. So you do, in fact, stick the barrel in your mouth and put tobacco in the butt. Oh, dear. Uh, yes, yeah, quite a popular novelty. Um, and I suppose a few people may have made a mistake. Anyway, um, wasn't there, there was a, a, a lighter that had a flame oh, at the end of the yes. gun? Oh, that's in fact, that's in one yeah. of the Pink Panther movies. Yes. Uh, no, that's right. Anyway, sorry. Clouseau. So, you... Um... Try and shoot his nose off at that point. I think he does shoot his nose off. Actually, I was thinking that actually happened in history. Someone, but then it I was over long in... <laughs> So anyway, back to the horror, the the blood curdling marrow something ish horror. I'll I'll fix that in post. Um, it's a very narrow staircase. You do start to walk up quite carefully, 
and it does indeed come up into an attic space. Um, there's a, a faint bluish, orangey shifting glow up here, just a little bit of light, as if something's maybe uh, swinging in front of a light somewhere. It's you can just about see now your eyes are acclimatized. Um, it's all very rustic. There's a huge timber. Uh, it's actually suspended from the attic ceiling. That seems to go the entire length of the attic. Um, but oddly, it's not actually part of the structure of the house. You thought for a second it was going to be the the um, the main mm. beam, but it's not. It's actually um, it's actually hung up, and it's covered in barnacles. Hanged, just like its occupants. And there are two nooses. Hanging from it. Okay, that's not. Didn't I uh, attempt to get? Uh, wasn't I attempted to be garroted as we entered this house? Yeah. Well, not exactly garroted. Just, just. Well, so everybody, uh, everybody well caught done. up then? Are you all up there? Yeah. Some of us wish you. Most of us wish you really don't want to be there. Is there anything else in the attic apart from the creepy beam? Well, you're at the the west end where there are two hangman's nooses. There, rather portentously, when you hear "Good evening," we've been expecting you. And there are two very, very faint pale lights just in the centre of the room, and they slowly start to expand a little bit and take on a vaguely human form. Uh, is anyone else seeing this? I see it. I'm just not sure if I damn well believe it. He says, Professor? leaping into a kung fu uh, pose. Brilliant. This, this Mr. Pose Mr. Well. and Mrs. Warwick, yeah. I presume. Okay. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Warwick, I presume. Now you'll need to make a fright check. <laughs> now, is that a willpower check? Uh, it was a fear check, that's right. Um, yes, I think it was, wasn't it? It's well, your current willpower. So anybody who lost willpower from oh, failing God, previously, I, I have no uh, idea. I can't remember how much you lost. I didn't yeah. lose any willpower. I know where. I know everyone I'll else. I'll give did. you the benefit of the doubt. I think I, I, think I lost like two I'm points. Pretty sure I lost some. I think. I think Paul was the only person yeah. who didn't. Yeah, I, I can't be bothered. Uh, go anyway. on then. I got 13 anyway. You got 13, so how much did you make it by against your welfare? Uh, against. Uh, 13. I got 13 as well. Sorry, hang on, I missed the, missed the end yeah. of that. Uh, 39. You made it by 39, that's excellent stuff. Uh, that is a. Bum, bum, bum. You are courageous, the character suffers no adverse results. Uh, Paul, okay. you quaff. You made it by 57. You too are courageous. I also rolled. And Professor, showing your metal once um, again. I rolled 22. Um, I can't remember what it's, I'm afraid it's, it's dropped down to now, but it was originally 60, so that's. Well, you, you, you're uh, all. 38. Yeah, you're all pretty much in your to this kind of stuff. After the things you've seen, a man passing his hand through a wall and all that kind of stuff, uh, <laughs> this is small potatoes. <laughs> There are actually no potatoes up here. <laughs> Thanks. I don't. The um, the figures have almost taken on a complete human form now. Um, you can in fact tell they're wearing what were probably colonial style clothes. Looks like there's a man and a woman holding hands. Ah, Mr. And Mrs. Warwick, I presume. 
Catfish. <laughs> or eating it. Catfish. So basically, we're trying to look like a catfish. A bottom feeder, then. <laughs> Splendid. <laughs> so you leap up. Were you going? Were you going for the uh, the noose or the actual beam? Did you say? No, I'm going to try and wrap my hands around. If if I can get yes, that high, can. I'm going to wrap it's, my hands it's around. It's suspended, the so it's I'm not touching. It's the... not actually right up in the uh, the sort of the game. You okay. can actually get it. It's not the apex there. Um, yep. Yeah, let's just have a quick agility uh, and then my roll. My plan is to swing the rest of my body up and wrap my legs around. All right. I think a quick agi basic agility <laughs> roll for that. That's not too hard for a man of your talents. No, so, okay. so basically, you're going to start hugging the hugging this beam for no apparent. <laughs> You haven't seen what I'm going to do Much next. in the fashion of someone in a sitcom who's just seen a mouse walk into the room. <laughs> that, that's exactly... Oh, I failed by two. Except in the sitcom, they don't normally then fall back to the floor. You land on your feet, you haven't fallen over. <laughs> he jumps up, grabs hold of it. It's it's an old dusty beam uh, with a few barnacles. Oh, cut your finger. And slip back to where you were standing a moment ago. Uh, Gina? You see, whereas I was aiming the rope holding the beam up. And what are you doing here? I'm attacking the rope holding the beam up with, with the, the axe. axe. That's very sensible, as opposed to just hugging it. So what I'm standing right, right under this beam. I said, <laughs> <laughs> you kill hugging you. <laughs> yeah. this, this could be quite exciting. So you're going to go, when you say for the rope, are you talking about a rope that's holding it up or cut down the nooses? What's... Holding it up. I'm going to cut. I'm, tr I'm trying to crash it to the floor. Oh, splendid. Basically. Good luck, Paul. Um, if you would like to roll an attack, please, in that case. I was case. going to love it out of the window. What, what am I rolling attacks? Uh, I think it's... Have you got any actual melee weapon skill, or... I have melee. If, not, use, if you haven't got melee, then use unskilled melee, but uh, I'm just having a look. I have... Yeah, it, it'll be unskilled melee and Go, go for unskilled melee. Which is quite high in your uh, case. I've got, ask, I've got to ask Nick... Other than basically hugging it, in what way, shape, or form? It's a bloody great big. Solid you forget, Professor, that my body is a weapon. I am a tool. Yes. <laughs> they never forgot <laughs> that for a moment. <laughs> we all know you're a I have martial arts. Can I roll that or? Wait, so it's got to be no, it, it, you, you, you are not uh, um, trained enough in martial arts to have got, gone as far as okay. using carpentry so, tools. So, uh, just unskilled melee will do it fine. You're quite good at unskilled melee, to be honest. You're quite skilled at unskilled melee. 25, oh. which is 39 under. 39 under. Um, unskilled. Right, you've. Um, you swing the axe, you actually knock a huge. Uh, a huge chip of wood comes flying out as well as going straight through the uh, rope that's holding up one end um, could Paul just roll make a dog roll yes effectively <laughs> if he could just make an agility roll at... to be fair I was going for the rope I probably don't need to roll John I'm quite skilled yeah. so I probably don't need to roll what if you roll Oh, you want me to actually, actually roll. roll? I'm just saying, you know, you don't need to roll if you're very skilled. At no, that's fine. If you if you don't want, <laughs> I have would faith. you rather not roll? Shit. <laughs> oh, fans. Yeah. What's that then? Roll eighty-two. 
Ooh, and your failed. skill was? Uh, I failed by 29. Wow. Ouch. Okay, I wouldn't, Actually, how much do you I wouldn't worry. No, I haven't. I failed by uh, uh, more than 29. Right. How, how much do you fail with your martial art, by the way? If you were, were you to have used I would have your... I my martial art. Oh, sorry. Would you? You're not you're not deflecting this out of the way. Um, you only oh, you wow. only lose two points. Don't worry about it. It's off your current stamina. Um, this Ow, thing drops down at the far end, and it's it's not landed on you because it's only come down at one end. But it's it's clipped your shoulder. It's uh, just a bit of a. I'm doing Suddenly you can't feel your arm. Sorry, Paul. There is a crash, and it's accompanied by exactly what I expected. It's accompanied by a loud girly scream as this. Beam just clips uh, Paul's arm, but the scream isn't the scream isn't from him. The scream is in fact from Sarah, and John has um, just grunted. Um, you'd say this was uh, pain mixed with terror. Attack the beam! It seems to affect them. That was always my plan, Gina. We're round to right, the professor. Uh, are you at? Holding it. Master Warwick, please. You know, I have so many questions for you. Okay, that's your round <laughs> then, Prof. So, uh, the Warwicks leap... Well, I say leap, did it? They reach forward. Um, I have to turn the page for this. Uh, it's going to be... Good Lord. You, Professor. Um, that's not a good roll, never mind. Um, well, he's got guns, so he goes first, doesn't he? No, he's chosen just to... To... No, I'm trying to reason He's trying to talk them down before he, he guns them down. Uh, so, I just need to very quickly roll this. Uh, blah, blah, blah. John's ghost has a 135% chance to hit. So, let me just... Oh. Hang on, hang on, oh. I've rolled a five. <laughs> Does that mean even if he doesn't hit, he still hits 35 Even if he waves in the opposite direction, he hits a third well, of the time. I mean, don't forget, I, it, it's, it's the degrees and things, you see. You've got your, you've got your fancy chart here with all the colours and stuff. So, um, oh. but he, bear in mind, on a scale of 135, he has, in fact, rolled five. Um, oh, that's going to hit. Oh, Ooh, that's your heart's falling out, I'm afraid. Oh, don't worry about well, it. Well, it was nice enough. Uh, he's got my, of, uh... probably got my piss. He's see-through. What can he do? <laughs> he's taken the piss. <laughs> no, you left the piss on my hand. <laughs> All over the hand, yes. Oh, dear. Uh, da, 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 just a second. Sorry. Unarmed combat results. C or K. It's a CK. Da, 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 which means... You're knocked to the floor, Professor. Uh, it's as if you've been punched, by, you know, by, say, a martial arts expert almost. Uh, it's a really solid hit, but also an incredible wave of cold emanates out from your chest. Uh, you basically fall flat on your backside. Uh, you can't, uh, can't avoid a, a big grunt oh! coming out. Uh, or th or oh. that, if you prefer. <laughs> if, that, if that's how, that, how you want to <laughs> Did he have any last words? He went, oh. um, And you take... Oh, you take... Uh, 20 points off your stamina. Ah! 
and, <laughs> and a light wound. Ow. Uh, you are extremely cold, and you you feel almost numb. So that's uh, that's basically what the, the two of them are up to uh, this round. So back to uh, Bruce Lee. Well, it's only going to be easier to straddle this pole now, isn't it? You you determined. It's still held up with one rope. Okay. Yeah. It's only held up with one rope. Yeah. Jumping on still want to hum. Fantastic. Uh, we could just move to Gina while uh, while Paul is sizing up his options. Um, I'll hit it again with right, that. Okay. Try and take a chunk out of it, given that it's to it's now you. basically right in front of you. I've just got some husbandly spider duties to perform. Just oh, to... good one. Yeah. Oh okay. God, he's not going to dress up in the costume and do that thing with the webs again, is he? <laughs> She's a demanding wife. Yeah, you know. um, it's very, very easy now. This thing is basically sort of braced against the floor for you to just hack away at it. Yeah, I'll just hack. I'm uh, just hacking chunks are coming up. The uh, John Warwick, with his hand inside the um, the professor's chest, recoils and uh, shrieks. Uh, I think the professor might be shooting this bloody beam in a minute. He's not well, I'm missing somebody grab the saw or something, you know. Right, just bear with me for one brief second, because it's been so long since we were planning to play this that I didn't re yeah, basically didn't read this far ahead. Well, I did, but it was it was a month or so ago. Um, That's okay. Nick, run away. While we're waiting, I might um, just very quickly, I just need to check on... Um, Yep. Number two, son. I'm not convinced he's had the bath that he's supposed to have had. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Back to We have a brief pause before the climax of the adventure. <laughs> so the um, the professor is, is on the floor and unable to do anything. Paul is sizing up one of his amazing martial arts strikes before he... Oh, he's Sorry, back. Hang on. <laughs> right, that's, that's good timing. Uh, you were just about to... What climb on top of this beam? Travel it and shuffle my way. Up I'm hacking chunks out of it, making an effect. Just chop the rope. What are you chopping it with? You should have grabbed the saw. I, what I will do is um, plant my feet on the beam, put my muscly hands on the rope where it reaches the roof, and just yank it out of the roof. Okay, okay, you know what, I think, um, you know, considering you haven't thought maybe you could untie it, I think that's a perfectly sensible thing to do. <laughs> so, you can hop on top of it quite easily now, because... Hey? Um, if you would like to make... Uh, I'll let you use martial arts, even, because that's how generous I'm feeling, and I'd like to finish this tonight. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Made by... 76. Bloody hell, I think, really. Right. Uh, if you would... If you'd like to roll... If you'd like to roll 3d10 times 2, please. Ooh. Uh, 12. Twenty-four. Right. Um, the beam and Paul comes crashing down. Uh, just missing the professor. 
I'll just make sure he's plugged back in before we uh, we make that description. Oh, that's, oh, the beam that's comes crashing down, just narrowly missing the professor, um, and it cracks in the middle. There's a, a horrifying scream from Sarah and uh, a howl of agony from John. Uh, they're looking sort of afraid and turning their attention from the professor towards the two of you. Professor, Quick, finish you can't the actually do anything. You can't move. You've never felt so cold. You can't feel your arms and legs... Uh, or indeed the floor underneath you. Uh, but you can still do that. I really don't... I don't feel very... <laughs> well, I really don't feel well. very oh, well, you know. Men! <laughs> um, men! Men! It's weakening! Oh, right, the... We need to break the beam, did Sarah you say? Break the beam, it's cracking, Right, Sarah does, in fact, lunge towards Gina. You'll be happy to know she's not as good as her, uh, her husband. Husband. She's, husband. She's not anywhere near as good as him. She has rolled a 10, though, which is quite good. Uh, so she's only made by 75. Um, I think that's figured into it, isn't it? We do. No, I think that's kind of figured in. I can't remember. Never mind. No, anyway. Um, she does... <laughs> not, with, not with that result, I'm afraid. She does... Um, swipe a hand at you. Uh, it's not done a lot in the way of actual damage. It's done... Uh, well, I'll say that that's actually 38. So it's done quite a bit of actual damage. 38 Ow. stamina and one light wound, please. And... Um, you've got this incredible sense of cold. There's a clunk as the axe drops from your hand, and you stagger back against the wall. John Warwick is Paul, just too yes. far to do anything with uh, with Paul, but he is heading in his direction. Uh, Paul, it's just you. You're the only one left, really. Paul, use the axe. So the basically, let's just set the scene. We have a martial arts expert, and the only way to solve this adventure is to break a beam of wood in half. <laughs> You know that wall you picked on earlier. <laughs> if only, if only you hadn't in... broken your hand downstairs. <laughs> in slow motion, I'll lift my hand. You, you do know that the ghost is moving at normal speed, yeah? Oh right, okay. and they, which kids are doing normal speed? And I will um, channel my key energy into my. Mighty just, weapon. Just, just you let me like, stop you there. Can I just hard. clarify? Can I just clarify that you are actually planning <laughs> yeah. to punch the keel of a ship with your fist? Are, are we on the same page here? Because I just want to make sure that's what you're doing. Is this one of these Doctor Crowther moments when you said, "Are you actually planning to puncture the wind with your pickaxe?" <laughs> Is, is it like that? Because I'm getting a similar vibe. I just like... <laughs> you know there's that... It's, it's a terrible thing <laughs> if there's a miscommunication and it spoils a scene because somebody didn't know exactly you know, what was in front of them. So, yes, indeed, the scene in front of you is a beam with some splits yeah. and some chunks out of it. Thanks, Gina. How thick is it's the, the beam? It's the keel... Let me say this again. It's the keel of a fucking ship. Right? <laughs> so it's... It's a fairly large piece of wood. Um, it's got two nooses okay. at one end, and it's covered in barnacles. As you are, as you are quite young, 
uh, we will say probably about 18, 90 centimeters, probably um, square. Yes. I am yeah, so about that big martial artist you could be on the planet. Yeah, yeah. And that's fantastic. I know, but, but what kind of a convict would be if I put it in half? You cannot punch your fist through a bloody tree. What <laughs> kind of climax would it be if I did it with a... Maybe if I get like zero one, he'd let me off. Axe. Or <laughs> you can ninja, dive oh. over, grab the axe and oh. flick it with it. Kato, you fool! <laughs> okay, so you're, you're punching... You're punching that one. Punching my you punch punching the the key 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 the or you could round her, you know, just for oh, fun. Yeah, that would have been just look this up. Uh, weapons, <laughs> damage, uh, trees. Hang on. <laughs> Declared actions, melee combat, things. You're picking on a tree. You might not expect people to hit. Effects of damage on people's arms, C, punching stroke tree. Um, <laughs> Maybe a kick would have been better. Uh, well, now you're saying that. Is... Right, okay. If you would like to make <laughs> the role you're going to do now... The most important Phenomenally role. good. Um, <laughs> yes, make, make a martial arts role. You better. Yeah, anticlimactically, I rolled a 55, which would make it oh, 39. You made it by 39. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's only a piece of wood, of course. You can't find uh, that. It is a fairly See, big piece of wood. I often feel, feel in, the, in the 17th century, you made a balsa wood. <laughs> Balsa's a hardwood, isn't it's it? It's already got a crack in it. Yes. Okay, uh, you've actually done a phenomenal amount of damage, uh, considering. Do you wrong? Well, I hope you hit it where it was already four, slightly cracked. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Credit me with a. You do, in amount. fact, um, crash your. Well, it's, I don't know, your middle finger. <laughs> the. <laughs> The beam does let out a very loud crack. It hasn't broken in half. It hasn't completely split. But you've... But my radius and armor. <laughs> There's a shockwave currently <laughs> heading towards your heart that will prove fatal in just a fraction of a second. Uh, you have smashed quite a section off it, actually. This is basically an old dry piece of wood. It's just enormously big. Uh, it's at about that moment you realize how sharp barnacles are. Uh, but you you have taken a big chunk <laughs> off it. Now the Use the, the axe, professor you um, the sensation floods back into your buttocks and you can feel your limbs. You're a little bit queasy and you would rather that didn't happen again. But you can act this round. Right. Okay. Um, is there a section of keel well away from my friends? Well, yes. Um, I mean, it's it's quite long, so yes, there is. In other words, is there a section I can just start blasting at with the revolver? Oh, definitely. I mean, you're practically yeah. sitting next to it. It would take a critical failure of some sort to accidentally shoot Paul in the head. <laughs> pick a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pick a shame. 
I'll just catch them, will it? And I can watch oh, it. Dear. Right. Yeah. Ricochets. You, are we talking about Rorschach in Watchmen, right, who okay. ends up as a bloody smear on the snow? Uh, it would be Adrian that catches the bullet. Yeah, Adrian catches the bullet. No, I'm just no. I'm sorry, I can't imagine you actually doing that. I'm still thinking of the bloody smear on the snow. Ozzy Mandeus. <laughs> my name is Ozzy Mandeus, King of Kings. Look on my works, ye mighty, and despair. My works, nothing beside <laughs> remains. Yes, not a great okay. role model there, Nick. <laughs> um, okay, so with my with my revolver skill, which I am a student uh, with a sixty-seven. Right. Um, I actually rolled 16. Oh, that's very good. All you needed to do was not make an utterly critical balls up of it. So, uh, because you're just a few feet away, you can essentially just keep pulling the trigger until you run out of bullets. And it will blast down great chunks out of it. Um, So, you rolled 16, did you say? How are the... uh... How are the uh, Warwicks feeling about this? They've uh, stopped moving forward. I make it... I make it by 51. Yep. Uh, they've stopped moving forward. Just roll a d10 for me. D10? Uh, I roll uh, 7. That's a pity. Uh, since the lower is good on this one. Uh, um, yeah, that's uh, 2, d10, 9, 18, and a medium wound. Uh, big chunks fly. You've obviously found a weak point. You, you, you're blasting far more out of it than a pistol normally should do, but this is obviously very old, uncared-for wood. Uh, the ghosts are screaming, flickering a little bit like Princess Leia's hologram, uh, just to bring in a pop culture reference. And we're <laughs> round two... Uh, That's almost a classic reference, I'm afraid. I think we're, we're round to Gina, but unfortunately Gina uh, can't move this particular turn. Yeah, so right. it's the Warwicks who are closest to, at this stage... Paul, but the question is, will they go for the professor? Because the professor is doing a serious amount of damage, and the answer is no, they won't. Um, So Sarah takes uh, the... uh, John is not close enough to just get you, but Sarah takes a blast with a roll of 50, which is a bit poor. And... That you've got. Gets a uh, so that's just 11 uh, it's 22 stamina and a medium wound that will be me either unconscious or dead uh, there's a, a terribly cold sensation as, as you black out and hit the floor <laughs> uh, Gina you um, you are starting to feel pins and needles and you, you're, you're back in the room I, I, I scrabble for the axe and attack the beam right. again. Oh, everything's I'm aiming for the weakest area. Right, the weakest area, weakest area is, is <laughs> where all the splinters and bullets are flying, but you leap in and start pitching at it. And <laughs> yeah. a couple of swings are going to take it out. If you would just like to quickly make a roll uh, on your... Um, was it... No, it was, your, was it your melee you were doing? Uh, ju- yeah, oh, just, just to make sure it, yeah. nothing terrible happens like the... Head of the yeah, axe flying off. Oh, okay. 19. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Which is 40 odd. There's a final scream that suddenly cuts off 
the room darkens. There's no sign of the the lights, no sign of the shapes of the Warwicks. Is the beam cutting too? Uh, more or less. It's quite severely damaged. You can spend a minute or two making sure you actually chop through it, if you like. Yep, making sure we will do that. Yeah. Probably want to split it. Oh, oh no, I won't. Because I'm right. I will but I'm sure you're, you're happy to know that as you're there, potentially critically injured, your friend's thoughts turn to carpentry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were in the fury of the moment, you know. <laughs> and, then, and, and then basically once we've done that, we'll then carry him back yeah. down all those stairs. Is he alive? Don't, don't, What's, don't, uh, don't. Let's just have a look at the old uh, is he alive bit. What's the situation then? You just took a medium wound, I think, and uh, a lot of. I'm on minus twelve, minus fourteen. Stamina. So you've destroyed the uh, the beam, and yeah. you've carried Paul outside, isn't it? Was there any, anything else around, or was he in there? Or was there anything in the beam? Or there's nothing in it. No, it's just it's the beam. It was held up by a couple of ropes and there were two nooses hanging at the west end that's the entire thing okay so once his matchsticks yeah we're getting him out okay. of there um supporting cast sorry just looking up the damage rules because i actually didn't think you were going to get hurt i don't know why damage and healing after he got thinking. mashed by a zombie last time <laughs> well you know. well one of us did the other two ran away well, there's the, the Wookiee model damage. and Effects the Effects of damage, here we go. When any being's <laughs> current stamina drops to zero oh, and the being has no critical wounds, he falls unconscious. Four. Oh. oh. Three minutes. So in actual fact, you come back round as they're still hacking. So you get to see that... The, Whereas they could have said before, yes, we you know immediately tended to your wounds. In fact, now you can see that you're just coming around blearily and they are just hacking away. At uh, in a shower, of yeah, things. the professor's reloading and shooting. It's what he would have wanted. <laughs> no, no, I'm here. It's not. Uh, you're you're quite badly hurt, but with with help. I'm going to rebalance my my. You energy. probably need to rebalance your legs more than anything. Um, you with a bit of support, you can make it out, and you do need medical attention. <laughs> I'm very badly hurt. Uh, so I'm sure they can tell you what they were just doing. Uh, is there anything any of you would like to do before you leave the house? Yeah. Was there a number of we had to ring our contact when we finished? Uh, your contact is actually the professor, so he's probably fairly aware of what you've been up to. <laughs> right, okay. Should we uh, place to the ground, professor? I don't remember what, what was the point of actually just going in there. Uh, you, it was you, the haunted house. You told us to, professor. You, you, no, I can't remember why. I can't remember from one day to the next what you were doing. You rambled on. You said it was a, it was a terrible place that nobody would be able to knock it down. Yes, essentially. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we would. Uh, essentially, they did the work, man. They were trying to clear it. Should we should we burn it to the ground, Professor? That thought has crossed my mind. Um, I've got, obviously I've got lighting material and a lot of there's a lot. The wood now, which Lots is of I mean, dry I mean, wood. Imagine that. I mean, none of us actually took well, the, the dry wood. The ghost yeah, themselves. Okay. I think I think I might actually set the uh, set what's left of the beam on fire. 
as we leave. As we as nice. we're leaving. Um, there's funnily enough, there's quite there's quite a lot of, uh, of tinder and kindling around. Uh, strangely, it's it's almost perfect. Yeah. Um, you gather a little, some some chips and uh, splinters together, and uh, get a, a light. Starts crackling away. I, I guess you could say these ghosts have had their ships. Why would you say yeah. that? All of you, have you hit your head? Would you like to? Have <laughs> my I think I might have seen ghosts. <laughs> have my hanky. You, 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 you could right. say we we killed them. Yes, he's definitely hit his head, Professor. She says, "Hefty so, Yes. The flames start to spread across the remnants of the beam, and um, it's probably a good time to get out of the attic. As you're leaving, probably uh, giving. Paul a bit of a hand, awkwardly getting him down the stairs, which are very narrow, very narrow. Um, you just notice as the flames reach the nooses, there is the faint echo of a scream. Uh, fire's really started to catch and spread now. Let's get out of here. So, with uh, Paul supported probably by the frail young woman and the, uh, the professor... <laughs> The professor wondering if he's just used his. She's considerably harder than. Professor wondering if he's just used his last match to set fire to the house and has hasn't got one to light his pipe, and Gina doing all the hard work. Um, the uh, the night what's left of the night is illuminated by the burning wreck of Warwick House, and you hear a crash as the roof gives way and falls in on the attic, burying at last. John and Sarah Warwick. Ding, ding, ding. Incredibly, you got out alive. In fact, some of you got out alive more than once and then went back in. <laughs> <laughs> so were they a witch and a warlock, or how did they perform such a... Well, you don't know. Um, actually, they're just, just terrible. I was trying to ask them. Yes, but are they going to tell you, really? I mean, they, they've killed everybody who's gone into the house. What were they dying you know? for somebody just to actually ask them a question? All this time, people have come in so rude. Yeah, and they've been waiting to monologue this whole time. <laughs> oh, thank God, somebody's taking the time to ask. <laughs> now, it's a very, very simplistic sort of adventure, I'm afraid. Um, but essentially, yes, that's the introductory adventure terror in Warwick House from first edition of Chill. Third edition of Chill has just gone on Kickstarter today, funnily enough. No. Apparently, Ooh. possibly any time now. If you're listening to this, uh, it's yeah, probably. It's probably. By the time this has appeared on the site, uh, it's gone out of print again. I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> you could have funded it. You could. You could have been there. You too could have been a contender. So thank you very much. Um, we'll yes. we'll have to conclude that, and we'll get on with some other things. And I will try and put together a sort of. Um, uh, game we can just drop in on those odd evenings when we can't get people together like the last several weeks. <laughs> <laughs>